In Fort Smith v. B&A Electric, Inc., 2023, ARC App 24, the Arkansas Court of Appeals reversed a judgment against the city of Fort Smith in a case sounding in contract because the plaintiffs did not demonstrate a contract with the city and contractors which a nonprofit entity hired. Judge Brown reasoned, Despite the items listed by Appalese to prove an alleged agency relationship between the city and RVSC, River Valley Sports Complex, Inc., there was no evidence or testimony by any of the parties that RVSC was indeed the city's agent. Although the city gave RVSC the authority to hire the contractors, it had little involvement concerning which contractors RVSC hired or how the contractors performed their jobs except for making inspections when thresholds were met. End of quote. This case arose from an uncompleted construction project of a sports center, which was never concluded. Quote, Webb of RVSC testified that RVSC hired the contractors, that the contractors answered to RVSC, and that RVSC was responsible for paying them. Even if the contractors believed they had a contractual relationship with the city via their verbal agreements with RVSC, belief alone is not enough to support a finding that RVSC was an agent for the city. End of quote. The appellate court looked to the actions of the city and found they were insufficient to show a contract between it and the contractors. Quote, On cross-examination, Gefkin, the city administrator, testified that the city decided it was not going to pay anyone else based on its relationship with RVSC. He stated that the city's money was just the seed money to help fill the gaps. He said that the sports complex was a collaboration in which the city contributed $1.6 million and RVSC was to achieve donations of $3 million through contributions or direct funding, that RVSC was not a project manager, and that the city did not hire the contractors. He testified that it was in the scope of the business plan for RVSC to have money to hire contractors and that RVSC was on the hook to make the payments. He indicated that surety bonds are never a requirement, but it is the proper thing to do. However, he stated that the board of directors decided to go forward with what was unconventional. He said that he did not dispute that the contractors performed the work for which they sought payment, but that the city had no intention of paying them. He said that the city found out that RVSC had no funds, but that was not the original plan as he understood it. He admitted that there is enough money left in the city's budget to pay the contractors. On cross-examination by RVSC, Gefkin stated that he recommended to the Board of Directors in December 2016 that the contract with RVSC be terminated. He said that RVSC's notice of withdrawal came on February 3rd. On recross, Gefkin stated that he would like for RVSC to honor the contract it had with the contractors it hired. He denied that the contractors provided goods and services to the city, but, they, but contended they did so for RVSC. He admitted that the city was going to own the complex. End of quote. The subcontractors argued RVSC was an agent of the city. Quote, 
The contractors argue that RBSC was an agent for the city with direct authority to act and contract on the city's behalf. A party asserting the existence of an agency relationship has the burden of proving that an agency relationship exists. The two essential elements of an agency relationship are, one, that an agent has the authority to act for the principal, and two, that the agent act on the principal's behalf and be subject to the principal's control. The city contends that there is no evidence of an agency relationship between it and RVSC. However, the contractors list a number of things that they contend support the existence of such a relationship. One, the city approved invoices before they were paid. Two, the city represented to BNA Electric that the city viewed the project as a collaboration between the city and RVSC. Three, the city took possession of job materials that were provided by the contractors but for which RVSC did not make payment. Four, the city retained all materials and improvements regardless of whether the city had paid for them. Five, the city monitored the project regularly, including daily monitoring, on a frequent basis. Six, the city controlled distribution of money. Seven, the city monitored RVSC's checks and bank statements. Eight, a city engineer would look at the work and approve it. Nine, contractors submitted budgeting numbers directly to the city. 10. Contractors and the city worked together to incorporate contractor figures into the city's resolution and agreement. 11. The city chose to waive any performance bond and rely directly on the budget numbers provided by the contractors. And 12. A city employee and a city auditor met directly with contractors to review the work of the contractors. End of quote. End of decision.